0: CHAPTER ONE Clare Ashford focused on her reflection in the carriage window. Her neck ached, and the pressure of her clenched teeth made her jaw burn, but she refused to move. She would not give him the satisfaction of her attention. He was staring at her. She could feel it. Ian Michael Caldwell, Viscount Knightley, the bane of her existence. She silently cursed the unfortunate circumstances that left her alone in the carriage with him. This day trip to the country should have been a treat, and it would have been had he not been invited. And she fully intended to let her friend, Camellia, have her thoughts on switching carriages at the last minute. Do you intend to stare out the window the entire trip? If so this will prove to be a long journey. Lord Knightley's voice held mild amusement. I'm sorry I'm not entertaining enough for you, my lord, she replied in her haughtiest tone. You used to be, he sighed, making her grit her teeth in annoyance. I do miss those days. Breaking her vigil, she faced him, a huge mistake. His wind tousled black hair fell to his brow, and his green eyes sparkled in mischief. In all her nineteen years, she'd never seen a more handsome man. You can tell falsehoods all you want, but it won't work. My memory is infallible. You and my brother couldn't stand to have me tagging along and infringing upon your enjoyment. I was never any more than an irritation to you. Growing up with a father like hers hadn't been easy. Her mother had passed away from consumption when her younger sister had only been two years old. That left her father with nothing to do other than hide the girls away in the nursery. He hadn't known what to do with them. Her brother had saved her in so many ways. Your memory might not be as good as you— The carriage halted abruptly, nearly knocking her off her seat and sending Lord Knightley to his knees onto the floorboards. The door slammed open before he had the chance to find his footing. A scream lodged in her throat as a dirty man with a pistol stood before them. ''Out!'' the man ordered. The Viscount held his hands up as he did what the man had ordered. ''What do you want from us? We don't want any trouble.'' The man didn't respond as Lord Knightley exited the carriage. Clare sat frozen as he remained standing in the doorway. Her limbs wouldn't move. What would become of them? ''The lady, too,'' the rough voice demanded. ''Miss Ashford!'' Lord Knightley's voice was tight but he didn't turn. Forcing herself up, she willed the tremble in her legs to still and navigated the steps out of the carriage. Twice she almost tripped over her skirts, but eventually managed to get to the ground behind the Viscount. Hand over the valuables. Lord Knightley's body blocked her, but the soft metallic jingle leaving his waistcoat pocket told her he handed over his coin purse. Her heart pumped wildly as she resisted the urge to bury her face against his strong back. With a gun aimed at them, it would take nothing at all for the man to kill them regardless of their compliance. You have what you want. Let us go on our way. Lord Knightley took a step backward, forcing her to sidestep the carriage and retreat a step. Sensing his intent, she took another step back. Perhaps they could escape unscathed. Not so fast, came a voice behind her. Spinning around, she screamed as another man approached. They're holding out on us, boss. Pain sliced through her fingers as the man snatched the reticule from her grasp. She bit her lip to keep from crying out again as she drew her hand to her chest. Angling his body to the side, Lord Knightley, once again, placed himself between her and the thieves. Please, gentlemen. His eyes travelled between the two men. We have nothing else. Not quite. The first, more slender man, moved toward them. As he trained the pistol directly on Lord Knightley's head, he reached for her. She couldn't breathe. She couldn't move. Time ticked slowly by as her mind conjured all types of horrors that would befall her now. When his hand reached her chest... Spots filled her vision as nausea swirled in her stomach. With the terrifying ripping of fabric, his hand was gone. She looked down. He had stolen her brooch.